Lyrics definitely now in retrospect, seeing how they are the Ten Commandments basically of the Pokemon <laughs> ecosystem, <laughs> and you just follow those Ten Commandments and you live a life of great uh, Pokemon <laughs> abundance. It's true, actually, if you think about the lyrics. And yeah. you know, it's really good because it, it's an analogy for friendship. It's an analogy yeah, for yeah. individualism. It's an analogy for mm. for uh, you know for 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 collaboration. Even you know, being yeah. being being the best individual you can, and also teaching your friends and mm. and having them teach you. And bonkai sen bon sakura kage yoshi. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your attacking spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. What you call an icon living started a podcast, Super Anime. Yeah, we just did it. Yes, indeed, we have. We have reached the big 50. I can't believe we are here. And Solo hasn't left. It's a miracle. So thanks. <laughs> thanks You're for being welcome. here, Solo. You're very welcome. <laughs> now, I think it will be a bit presumptuous to call ourselves icons. However, however, our guest today for the Big 50 is indeed an icon living, a legend in the game. He has traveled around the world and, and performed with the likes of Michael Jackson and Enrique Iglesias. Bye, Lando. You know, he, he has, he has also sung background for artists such as Hit the Road Jack, Ray Charles, A House Is Not a Home, Luth, Luther Vandross, Mark Anthony, Ricky Martin, Living the Livi La Loca, Usher, Shaka Khan, and Patti LaBille. But no, 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 it doesn't stop there. Or Usher would say, oh, no, 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 no. Fishing for a job. But yes, no, it doesn't stop there because because he is the original OG Pokemon theme singer which you have no doubt heard and sung along to. The voice of a generation, a beatboxer, comedian, true artist and renaissance man. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, yep. are all our super lights. I introduce to you the incredible, <laughs> the talented, the wonderful Jason Page is on the podcast. Jason Page! What's up, party people? Jason Page Woo! here. Oh Pushing the red, pushing the red always <laughs> with my level on seven and my base on ten got my power in my pulse and i keep on generating all these rhymes and i can't slow down we came in with that fire straight yeah, up right right what's up gentlemen what's up gentlemen uh, we are so good much, man. man what's up with you mr page good to you see good? you you legends on your 50th your 50th uh episode anniversary of your 50th episode that's great you guys are you. are putting it out there you are the root 
of the tree that yes. is Pokemon that moves into the air at, there we go. At, at incredible rates higher than any other structure, intellectual oh. structure oh. that <laughs> oh. intellectual property structure that has ever been in history, and it's because of you guys. So no. thank you for having me. Wow, on. that no, that's no, high no. praise, man. No, that's so much so high much. praise. We'll take that. We'll definitely take that. <laughs> I'll put it on my CV. That's on my resume. That's on my LinkedIn. That's on my Instagram. That's going everywhere. It's true. It's true. How long do you think it takes for somebody to sketch uh, uh, a Pikachu? Oh. Ooh, I've actually sketched a Pikachu when I was a kid. Um, yeah, but it how took long me... did that, that, what, two hours? Yeah, about that. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. But yeah. I literally, you know, okay. one of those things where it wasn't a, it was a trace, so it really wasn't a oh, sketch, okay, to be honest, yeah, so yeah. it probably takes longer. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I was going to say, it doesn't take as long as it takes to produce one of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's so there true. you go. You are doing more work on your own as independent people, creators in the world, than somebody mm. who sketches a Pikachu and the whole thing happens. So it's that's up so to true. it's up to you to keep it going, and you have kept it going, and that's why we're here today. That's why I'm here today because of you Jeez. guys. Oh, you know oh man, this he's is, dropping bombs yeah. already. This, like, yeah, I wish I had, you know, like at a radio station where they have those those bomb. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, don't worry, I'll put them put in. in. I'll put all these bombs in. Major pages dropping bombs. That's exactly it. Oh, gosh. All right. Be before we get into the actual content, Jason, I just want to, first of all, well-being is important. How has it been for you in terms of the pandemic? How have you been coping? Everything like that? Um, uh, just to I'm thriving in the Good. apocalypse. I am <laughs> taking advantage of all of the communities that existed online that I didn't even know were there. Mm. Uh, and spreading myself around to them through shows like this. I, I, the, the, I think the most significant change uh, in my life over the pandemic was discovering the card collecting community. Yes. Communities, yeah. communities. Yeah. They're Facebook groups and Instagram groups and, and people just going into their garages right now and finding all those cars that they had left you know, when they were kids, pulling them out and going, oh, my God, how much is this, this uh, <laughs> yeah, holographic yeah, yeah, yeah. OG driver worth? <laughs> what? Oh, it's worth $50. What if, it get it, what if I get it graded? It's worth $250. Oh, my God, I got all these cards, and I just now can send my kids through school because of these Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, They're crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. So dis discovering the, the, them has been sort of the saving. Like, I have been trying to – spread myself into the Pokemon community since 2016 mm. uh, when the media started asking, who's that guy that sings the theme song that we've yeah. been busting yeah. out on <laughs> Spotify so much since Pokemon Go came out? So I came mm. out and revealed who I was to the world in 2016. And since then, I've been using social media and my own my own uh, influence to, to try to connect the dots between myself and Pokemon. And... <clears throat> And create, you know, uh, opportunities, live performances at Comic-Cons yeah. mm. and uh, other things, birthday parties, uh, shout outs, cameos. And when I, when I, when I go to the Comic-Cons, I'll sign some autographs for people on posters. Yeah. But, you know, and I, and, and I do all right. And this is the only income that I receive from Pokemon is my, uh, my attachment to it now, what I create at Comic-Cons and, oh, and special oh, really? events. So, oh, wow. so okay. there is no, there is no, uh, there is no incentive for me other than the love that I'm mm. getting from fans yeah. and the small amount of money that I make every now and then when I do a Comic-Con. 
to to invest myself in the community. But mm. since I found the card co collecting community, it's a direct line to people that understand the nostalgia, yeah. understand mm -hmm. the the value, and understand uh, of the of the cards, and then understand that my autograph adds value to it considerably yeah. for them yeah. in yeah. a nostalgic way and in an actual practical way. So I realize now that my my autograph is a is a is a financial investment. Exactly, a hundred percent. Like, oh my crazy, gosh, this is crazy. So that's the number one sort of uh, thing that I am thankful for and have great gratitude for mm. throughout the pandemic. Because I had I had I had I not been trapped at home and everybody else been trapped at home, people mm. wouldn't have have rediscovered their Pokemon cards and yep. certainly committed yep. to the online communities that are so robust right now yeah. selling buying selling and trading and, and understanding the value of these cards especially now when we are, our monetary system is all bump, yep. you know going <laughs> yeah, off the rails and <laughs> yeah. they're, they're printing all this money in the stimulus and we got bitcoin is up and down so yeah, we don't yeah. know what's going to happen with that <laughs> but we know the drop, behind the drop yeah, yeah but yeah. we know that pokemon cards are going to be worth more money tomorrow than they are today <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> It's true. You know, I, I, I saw on eBay a, a base set Charizard, a shiny, going for th uh, two th well, £2,000. Wow. wow. <clears throat> yes. I will be coming to uh, Germany in July to sing at the opening of the largest box break purchase, bo box purchased ever. I think they purchased this box for a hundred uh, for four hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars, and they're gonna break it open and see what's inside of it. Hopefully, they'll get a couple Charizards that pay for the box. Yeah, uh, jeez, but That's... it's it's uh, it's incredible what's happening with these cards. It's really incredible. You know, yeah. I was doing, I, when I was, I was going through, um, I was on your Instagram, and you literally, I had to stop. I thought you know, I need to go look at my Pokemon cards. I literally ran, <laughs> I ran to went to, I drove to my parents' <laughs> house. So I drove to my parents' house, went into their loft, and said, "Where's those? Where's those? That purple box?" And I, for a split second, my mom, I thought my mom was going to say she threw it away, and I was about to cry. But she said, "No, no, no, they're still up there somewhere." So I found them. Woo! I need to, I need to sit down and go through them because I'm pretty sure wow. I've got a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff there. Sure a gold mine the, there, Solo. <laughs> get them. Make sure they're in the, like, the cases and everything, and all penny sleeves and hard, hard uh, plastic cases. Yeah, so I've got like a, you know, oh, it's, it, was, it was a, it's a purple like file. It's like a rubber file, and like it's got the, yeah, they got the penny sleeves for each, each card. So I need to, Excellent. I need to, I need to crack it open. I need to. I need to sit down. But yeah, this is, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy, you know. Um, and uh, yeah. well, quick reminder, just in case anyone who hasn't got one, we're sitting with the one and only voice behind the Pokemon theme tune. Like, let me let let's it's just crazy. have a moment of silence and thanks Woo! for that. I mean, this is when you're talking about nostalgia. Mm. I don't think, I don't think there is an an any other anime that can elicit such. Oh, maybe Dragon Ball Z, but a theme tune. No, nah. yeah, it, no, it's no Pokemon or nothing. Beats, yeah. It's Pokemon yeah, or nothing. 100%. So, Gotta um, catch them all, Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. They're in the the, really the seven-year-old inside of me is screaming right now. I'm oh, telling you right yeah. now. I'm telling you, Jason, I literally, once we once you said you, you, you were happy to come on the show, I've literally been binging, like, literally, on repeat, I've had the song. On repeat. <laughs> like, a thousand yep. times. Literally, I worked out today with the Pokemon. I want to be everybody. <laughs> He's doing the preparation. Like, yeah, He's doing yeah, preparation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yep. man, really, really appreciate it. Um, you, I mentioned in the beginning of the intro that you um, obviously um, shared a stage with Michael Jackson. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This It was the, right here, the Michael Jackson 30th anniversary 
uh, celebration of the Jackson 5. So they oh, had wow. the Jackson 5 all come together for their 30th anniversary. The mm. beginning, it was, a th- it was a show in the, the most uh, audience energy that has ever existed in one room in the history of <laughs> performance. <laughs> it couldn't have been a louder, more enthusiastic audience uh, ever in history. Um, the first part of the show was a whole bunch of uh, celebrities singing Michael's songs to him. So like Whitney Houston and Usher and uh, a couple of those people that you mentioned, uh, Ricky Martin. No, no, not Ricky Martin. Uh, Mark Anthony, uh, Ray Charles. All of those artists sang Michael Jackson songs to him as he was sitting in the front row uh, for oh, the wow. first first half of the show. Then, my, and we got to sing backgrounds and all of those songs with all those artists. Then yeah. uh, Michael came out with the Jackson 5 and they did their short medley set and I got to sing backgrounds behind all the Jackson 5 on those songs and then Michael did his like seven song set of his greatest hits pretty much and backgrounds and all of those and even got to rap the black and white rap in oh, black wow. and white when that came around they didn't have a uh, guest artist there to, to rap it which I we all were surprised and they just came over to the background singers and said hey who can who can do the rap from black and white? And I was right there. Oh, going, yeah. You know it. You know it. Opening, you took the opportunity. You have to you be ready, it. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Preparation meets opportunity. Exactly. What? That must have been an experience. That must have been an experience. Do the with 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 the Michael with Michael Jackson. That must be yeah, incredible. The 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 songs that he did in his in his set were all set up with different dancers and different uh, costumes and different staging and different backdrops and whole different sets. So in between each one of Michael Jackson's songs, there was like a five to ten minute sort of intermission, but it was filled with people screaming until the next song. <laughs> so we have a four-minute song and 15 minutes of screaming, and then a four, another four-minute song, then another 15 minutes of screaming. So it was really an, an incredible experience uh, when that song finally came around, which is uh, arguably one of his best songs ever. And there, mm. and there I am. Just busting out the rap while two dudes are on stage are dancing with him and they're holding microphones, but they never they never use the microphones. They just hold the microphones during the dance. So it's very Mm. odd because you don't see me. You just hear me and you see the other (laughs) dudes on stage and some shots of the audience. But uh, people who were at the show knew where I was on the stage and knew to look for me on the stage. I did a video on my YouTube where I sort of show a little clip of it and outline it, and you can can see where – I circle on the screen where I am (laughs) so everybody knows. So, yeah, that's the the legacy of of doing all of these incredibly recognizable and relevant musical moments, but not doing them as me, the artist, doing them mm. as me, the anonymous voice in the background. Yeah. And that, that adds a different sort of element to it and makes me sort of, you know, know that I'm a rock star in my mind, but nobody yeah. else knows except for me. <laughs> <laughs> until now, until you guys and shows like this that actually yeah. go, yo, this is the dude. This is the dude this you've been listening to. This yo, you're a legend, you man. Yeah. That's why we call this show, I um, because we basically, we um call all our episodes on 90 to 95%. We use a hip hop song or hip hop title and then icon. I think that sits perfectly with you, honestly. Like, yeah. You are an icon living, honestly. I'm I'm literally a, a little boy right now. <laughs> I'm just <a> <laughs> it's just amazing. Honestly amazing. Um you said um, um black and white. Would you say that's your favorite Michael Jackson song then? Or is there any other ones that you'd say is a favorite? Um 
I don't really have favorites because uh, okay, all sure. of the songs are great. I mean, that mm. dude was just popping out great song yeah. after great song. <laughs> I love the off the wall record. All those old jams are so great and organic mm. and, mm. you know, less production, real, real songwriting. And, and, you know, he got a little, got a little strange as the records progressed, but, you yeah. know, stay, try to stick with the times. And, and I think he did a really good job in, 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 in reinventing himself each time. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, something, yeah, something else that was a, another amazing thing—not just reinventing the way he looks, but the way he sounds and style and all, and and music and uh, you know, it's definitely a sorely missed, sorely definitely. missed musician. Yeah, he's, he's he's one of one of a kind. Like he's definitely is, one of a kind. I was trying to think if there's anyone else in my mind that's kind of like him. Um, no, nah, there isn't. There literally isn't. You got Prince what and singer? Stevie Wonder uh, yeah, yeah, in Prince. there, but yeah, but singer, songwriter, dancer, yeah. choreographer, like everything. Is yeah, just... yeah. The only female equivalent I can think of is Beyonce at the moment, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce's kind of similar. Yeah. Um, in terms of actually, quick one, Solo. What's your, what's your favorite before we move on? Do you have a quick one? Uh, you're you're the same. Oh, uh, my MJ MJ song. Yeah. Remember yeah. the time. Oh yes, with Eddie Murphy. Remember the time. Yeah, remember the time. Oh yeah, that was good. And yeah, the video was quality. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I think that's why. Yeah, I think mine's got to be Human Nature. I just love the. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good song. Anyway. No, I was going to touch upon one thing that you just mentioned. The what? What was it like having the seeing the seeing the words to the Pokemon song, and then what were your thoughts when you, you were first doing? Oh, I was going to ask that. I was going to get there solo, but all right, you've got there before me. <laughs> um, well, the, the when you do a uh, these jingle, it's a it's yeah, working for yeah. a music house. It's like a jingle. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a jingle. It's a jingle because yeah. we only know it's thirty second piece of music that's going yeah. under the intro of the song. I think it might have been a minute and a half, actually, the first intro. But they give the music house a brief, uh, a, a one paragraph or a couple of paragraphs to describe the song, has lyrics and suggestions yeah, yeah. for the writing. So all of that stuff was in the first session, and it wasn't finished yet, so they continue to update it. I think the, the lyric was, catch him if you can. Mm-hmm. That was the one of the first ones that were kicking around before they got to got to catch them all. So, yeah. mm. uh, you see the lyrics and you kind of understand what it is. I mean, you don't know what Pokemon are. They no. showed yeah. us the video. <laughs> you could see what the video was, and I think everybody had kind of heard about this thing coming from Japan, so we knew it was mm. a, a Japanese anime. Yeah. Um, but you know, you just kind of the, the lyrics make sense to the to the show. We yeah. think because yeah. we haven't watched the show and really know what it's all about, but. Uh, the lyrics definitely now in, in retrospect, seeing th- how they are the Ten Commandments, basically, of the Pokemon <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> and you just follow those Ten Commandments and you live a life of great uh, Pokemon <laughs> abundance. It's true, actually, if you think about the lyrics. And, yeah. you know, it's really good because it, it's an analogy for friendship. It's an analogy yeah, for yeah. individualism. It's an analogy for, mm. for uh, you know, for, for, for collaboration even, you know, being, yeah. being, being the best individual you can and also teaching your friends and, mm. and having them teach you. And all the lyrics in it are just, just very nicely generalized yeah. to promote 
most uh, all good themes until you get to the word Pokemon, and then it's like, what's that? We don't know what that is. <laughs> but now we do. So this song that was ultimately about something really specific and mm. and unrelatable has now become one of the most relatable songs in the history of mankind. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, just the opening line, just, I want to be the very best. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I was working out and I literally, I'm just pumping you, my weight. Did you like, listen to it whilst working out? I told you, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's now on my workout playlist, like, honestly. And then I'm just like, God, and uh, yeah, honestly, man, I just get pumped. I get pumped. And you, you mentioned, um, Jason, just like um, the actual, you said it was like, it started as a jingle. When did it? Um, I guess become a full song when did we actually come into the recording studio and so on and so forth yeah well I think it was a few months after the TV show came out and they okay. knew that it was it was a hit TV show and they wanted to expand and make an album um, mm. and that album also include I'm on the road to the yes. red city <laughs> meet my cheap. friends along the way that was oh, uh, <clears throat> another Ooh. song written by another jingle house that I had worked for at mm. the time they were Somebody who I did this Legomania jingle with. Legomania, Legomania. (laughs) (laughs) So I have written the Legomania theme song and sang that jingle with a a jingle house called New York Jam. And New York Jam was one of the people, one of the jingle houses that was brought in to do the music for the TV show in those uh, some months after the TV show came out. Um. And that's that was so great because cool. then, because now we got a song that's not just on the TV show, but it's now on Radio Disney and it's mm. on a record and it's being sold in stores and it becomes, you know, a little bit more than just the the opening theme song. It becomes a number one record on Radio Disney and the Billboard charts. Wow. And, and you know, it starts to, to, to make its way off of the TV into into you know people's playlists and now they got a cd that's out there and now they're using it for different toys and different commercials and Mm. it's on the videotapes and it's in live shows and then people start covering it and then youtube happens and then when youtube happens you got this the smosh kids do their little thing in the bedroom lip syncing to the pokemon theme song Mm. And that lip sync version becomes the number one video on YouTube for the first five years of YouTube's existence. Basically breaking the YouTube algorithm. So YouTube (laughs) has to sell to Google. So Google now swipes up YouTube for $5 billion with their most, most valuable property on YouTube was the most watched video which was the Pokemon theme song done by those kids in their bedrooms. So they wow. kind of gave a another, you know, uh, more legs to the song yeah. through that video. And then, of course, YouTube picks it up. And, I mean, Google buys YouTube, and then YouTube mm. becomes even bigger. And then yeah. other videos eventually beat out that video. And then they eventually even remove the video for copyright when they get into the sound copyright issues in the uh, beginning of yep, YouTube. yep, yep. yep. <clears throat> Then they've since allowed that video to be put back on and many other videos that use the Pokemon theme song. Matter of fact, there's more people that have posted more people, more views on people posting the Pokemon theme song on YouTube channels and other sources that are not me than actually me. So more people getting views off of me than I get (laughs) views off of me. (laughs) There's oh, one channel. Man. 
There's one channel, I think it's called Arcanine49 or whatever. It's just the a whole YouTube channel is just one picture of <laughs> the Pokemon logo with the Pokemon theme song playing. And that video has 45 million or more views on it. Woo. That person that started that YouTube channel has made thousands and thousands of dollars off of just putting that one song in their YouTube channel way back in the day. Before I, I even had the idea that I was going to even put myself onto onto yeah, it in man. 2016 16 is when i finally came out said oh i should put myself on there put one of these songs <laughs> on my youtube channel yeah, yeah. i mean what, what drove that what drove that decision to me you know what no i should be out here as well well they they came looking for me because it mm. was on my resume this is my visible my visual resume which i you know i have uh I, I have just made the, in the past few years because I, I I represent all these things, but you only know if you're told or mm -hmm. you know if you see it on my resume because I'm the voice behind all of the things. Some of these things I actually starred in, so this isn't mm -hmm. just my my yeah. uh, invisible resume, but <laughs> but my actual <laughs> resume of things and some things I have been seen in as well. Um, but but in 2016, Pokemon Go came out. People started playing the song again on Spotify and other streaming services, iTunes. It got lots and lots of downloads, and they were like, yeah. oh, in those formats, my name was listed. So uh. when you go to Spotify, it would say Pokemon theme Jason Page. If you go to mm. YouTube, it says Pokemon theme artist Pokemon. So, <laughs> so okay. Pokemon has been, in, been very instrumental in not letting people know that it was me that sang the song from mm. not crediting me in the mm. uh in the tv show to you know not you know uh, paying me in a in a time in a way yeah. that it was supposed to so be no royalties essentially so then. no royalties uh oh, man so so as as i make people aware of it then uh you know the the knowledge of me expands the knowledge that yeah. i've done this expands but <clears throat> It's that, all due to people like you. Once again, yeah, that no, Smosh thing was just people on, and they didn't they didn't credit me either. Smosh put the Pokemon <laughs> theme song, you know, they didn't mention me at all. <laughs> Sometime <laughs> during that the, during their uh, first five years, I did contact them a few times through the YouTube channel to try to say, "Hey, I'm the dude that sings it. You mind throwing a link to my YouTube channel in the yeah in the yeah, com yeah comments of that video?" Exactly, no, yeah. never responded to me. Uh, wow. Those those guys got uh, a good amount of uh, attention from Hollywood. I know they 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 got a couple of deals and were producing uh, content professionally after that. So the, the the Pokemon theme song has been a great way for a lot of other people to boost their careers <laughs> <laughs> at my expense. I yeah. mean, without really crediting me. So I thank you guys for taking advantage of it and taking advantage of me, but actually giving me credit in the process. No, yeah, I think Absolutely. It's, it's, no, it's important for, for us anyway, because it's, it's, it's for me anyway, I'm just like, okay, well, if this guy is behind the voice that is responsible for me knowing word for word, a song that I've never read the lyrics to that. I probably last time I probably watched the original was when I was under 10 years old. I need to talk to that guy. I, we need to we need to share that with with mm, everyone yeah. else. You know, it's absolutely um, yeah. It's, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, I mean, as a musician myself, or um, as a content creator, you don't you want to be credited or at least recognized, you know, for playing a part. So, yeah, um, there's no way like we yeah we wouldn't like make sure that you know because I when I when I because basically as I said and um, 
if the the first episode not first episode i think it was episode 16 when we did our intros and we sung intros to anime songs and then i i, <laughs> right. I found your i found your page jason um your youtube page where you were literally killing it with the air guitar and you were singing <laughs> um the pokemon theme song and then obviously i mentioned on there like we would love to get you and now it's a reality so i'm i'm glad you're here and 100 percent want to give you all the props and 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 thank you man honestly oh, yeah. thank you Absolutely. Well, I think a lot of it is is because I am anonymous. Like when you're watching the TV show, if mm. you were thinking in your mind at the time, Michael Jackson, oh, that's Michael Jackson, then you mm. would have had this image of Michael Jackson and yeah, not yeah. allowed yeah. yourself to just experience the show with the song at, at, in its organic form. The song mm. is not there to promote me. The song is there to give you the Ten Commandments of Pokemon yeah. <laughs> and yeah, to yeah. embed that in your head. And, and I, I think, you know, partially one like when they started the uh that they did that album with uh, billy crawford redoing the theme song and they had some other artists on that some successful artists at the time redoing pokemon music it didn't do so well and it's not really a fan favorite because it took it away from the fans and made it about this these people singing the songs yes and that it's relevant now because we're adults but you know an eight-year-old doesn't care who sings the song he's watching the tv show he's playing the games he's doing the cards he's in his imagination and because you're allowed to be in your imagination you that's how that's how it's most effective so it's a good thing that i was not really Mm. credited in the way that they tried to you know expand the pokemon ecosystem with celebrity like they did with billy crawford and those because Uh, it it allowed the song to anchor in the imaginations of everybody Mm. and really have that experience and now as adults you got disposable income you got podcasts you got cards in the in the garage (laughs) that you got investments of and now you got all kinds of new pokemon things and you're thinking to yourself oh it is a person and now you do the research and now you know, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a good wine. It's been, it's been, <laughs> it's been yeah. waiting for 16 years to mm. be revealed and opened up, <laughs> and it's just the right kind of wine right now. And we can share with everybody. Everybody knows it's now with Jason Page. Yeah, because it's aged properly. It's aged mm. properly. Most of these things back here are anonymous situations. Nobody know I sang the Lego Mania theme song or wrote yeah. the Lego oh, Mania wow. theme song. Nobody knows, you know, I'm... Catch the feeling, catch that feeling. Oh, Coca-Cola. No Subway, Subway, Subway eat fresh. You know, I mean, there's, you know, tons of them. Wow. But, you know, they're done for the right reason. And then later on, you can investigate and go, oh, who was the guy that sang, when you get nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, Diarrhea, Pepto Max. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So right now, guys, we're looking. We're 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 on video with Jason, and he's got like this mosaic of yeah. different brands and artists behind him. Um, we'll put it on of, a blog. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just, yeah, yeah. You can he, share this photo. Yeah, that he's, yeah. he's he's a part of. I mean, this is incredible. This truly is. You know what? This there's something that you said, which I think is really important, just about music in general. And I think it's probably lost in this in this kind of video dominant era, which is without seeing the person that sings the song and you just hear it first, you are more likely to kind of fall in love with the lyrics and you listen to it for what it's worth. Yeah. Without having that attachment. Whereas you now know, I we, just... we want the, we want to see the person and then we see the song. I so. just saw for the I just for the first time heard the song WAP. You know what that stands for, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Right, because every time yeah. I had seen that, I hadn't heard the song. I only saw it, and I was looking at it. Go, oh, this is you know, all right, whatever. But when you just listen to that song and don't watch the video, those lyrics are just going <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. I mean, it was even worse. It was even worse than the video. I thought the video was bad. <laughs> So yeah, absolutely, very different. When uh, so, the the audio was meant to do one thing, the visual is meant to do something else. Exactly. Don't get it twisted. There's a two different things, and they, and, and sometimes they should be separated. And in this yeah. case, it was good that they were separated. And now, twenty five years later, twenty two, twenty three years later, however, however long it is, we are combining them. We are combining the visual yep. of this human being with the sound of gotta catch them all, Jason Page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So now you're right, actually. And, I, and I, you know, I think this has actually been quite, <laughs> I'm not just saying this, it's been quite, it's quite cool to hit to, to, to hear you say that because it's almost like I want to re-listen to some of my favorite songs and just listen to them. Not yeah, the video, old school. Just yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Just listen to it. And I'm not uh, saying obviously people do that anyway, but you know what I mean about videos and people like to see we're so interested in the 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 artists that we sometimes don't give the don't give their lyrics enough credit. Or yes. sometimes we don't really listen to the lyrics. <laughs> right, right. We we worship celebrity and not what celebrity has to offer. Yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, uh, just, just a note. We, um, what means winning anime podcast? People, just so you know, that's us. <laughs> but uh, to that point, you know, it's funny because I think of the future, and I'm like, people oh, listen to us; they don't look at us. So when when we do finally reveal our faces, I wonder what their, I wonder what people's minds are picturing I'll, and building picture, yeah. of Ed and Solo. <laughs> you know, um, what do they think? Because you know, when you meet someone, you're like, oh, you look different than you sound. Or things you, like that. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so, this is, is a very, very, a very different thing here. Of course, in in this country, uh, the accent, your accent, is clearly not from this country, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is already going to skew what people think that you look like. You certainly yes. don't look like you come from New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Old York, oh, you come yeah, from Old yeah, maybe, York. Yeah, maybe Old York, yeah, that's true. Man, more likely Old York than New York. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, just I wanted to take it back. Um, in terms of being a singer, you have an incredible voice. Like, has how did you get into music? Was you were you always like, were you always part of music? Was it just something that you kind of gravitated to? How did you get into music? Because I know you beatbox as well, which is incredible. Yeah. Well, uh, music is part of everybody's expression at all times music is part of everyone's expression at all times music is uh, everyone's expression at all times so so whatever you whatever you say Whatever you say, whatever you say, whatever you say, whatever you bring, whatever you say, whatever you say, whatever you say is going to be, is going to be, is going to be, is going to be, and going to be, and going to be a musical phrase. So you can't escape the fact that everything we speak is music and rhythm and pitch. You just break it down and it becomes music and pitch. You just break it down, it becomes music and pitch. You just break it down, it becomes hey. music and pitch. You break it down, it becomes music and pitch. 
So <laughs> when you first come out of the womb, you're <laughs> right there. You're singing. <laughs> Just throw a little riff on the end of it. Yeah, and you're singing. Nice. Okay. Then you learn A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. You learn how to speak through singing and then twinkle, mm. twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Same. Same yeah, song, actually. Yeah, yeah, Mozart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. And then I you like learn, wing around a rosy. And you're singing before you're speaking. So it's just a matter of not stopping that process of singing, uh, of, of the natural singing that happens in school. Uh, you know, and then, you're, then you're singing your national anthem, and then you're singing, uh, you know, all kinds of commercials and jingles mm. and then you're singing Pokemon and like music is just a part <laughs> of your life. It's about not stopping it. Uh, where I started to take it more seriously when I went to the high school of music and art fame, I want to live forever. I want to wow. learn how to fly. Hey, it's not on my wall, but I did go to the high school of music and art fame school and I studied voice. And what that meant was all of the singing that I was doing in a normal, natural way, was put onto the grid of here's how you sing, here's the notes. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, ti, la, so, fa, mi, re, do. Those are the notes. Mm. Anything outside of that is wrong. And then I started getting put into the grid of, you know, what is should be called uh, late 18th century Eastern European music theory. Because wow. that's when it got started. When, you know, when they tuned the piano to 440 and they decided that a piano was going to be this 12 tones, there's music all over the world that's so different from this, but everybody learns this 12-tone scale. Mm. Auto-tune, modern Western culture has this music that got started in the end of the 18th century when classical music was locking down. So that I got on that grid in high school, mm. and that grid is still the grid that we are in right now that, that all the sessions basically work off of, unless they want me mm. to do some kind of crazy Muppet sounds, or they want me to do some <laughs> Mongolian, <laughs> some weird Mongolian <laughs> stuff that's outside of the Western uh, structure. But, you know, so... You learn music without structure, then you mm. get on the grid and you learn whatever your teacher's grid is. You could have, I could have gone to India and they would have taught me the 48 tone yeah. scale that has nothing to do with the piano, or I could have gone to, to China and there would have been another scale, or Africa, yeah. been a whole bunch of. So, unfortunately, I learned the Western scale, got on that grid and have been working in Western music since. And I'm now just starting to break out of that and realize that there's all this, these frequencies in between the notes that don't exist in the Western scale. They don't exist in your standard auto-tune program. Actually, mm. auto-tune is really funny. If you guys work with digital workstations, if mm. you look at auto-tune, you can change the scale to all these other scales that are oh, outside okay. of the Western scale. And you'd be like, what? How am I, what do I, I, I can't, this what is this? Arabic scale, right? Like 38 <laughs> notes in the same amount of 12, 12 notes for our scale. They got 38 notes. Wow. You know, things like that. You can see in auto tune and how the, and how it's divided up, but it's a very interesting. Uh, that reminds me of um, that. That brings, uh, there's a, there's an artist. I literally, I literally, I'm very late to the game. Uh, Jacob Collier. And 
he I've looked at some of his videos and he just it, like literally same thing. Some someone he like deconstructs our mm. sometimes he explains how certain rules that have been set in place don't actually line up as we think right. they do. And there's right. so many things out so you you can break the rules and they all still mash together. I right. I've just been and his music helps that it's incredible. But yeah, like, yeah, he's great. He's the, great. Yeah, some of the way yeah. he breaks it down, it's like, whoa, okay. This is, I'm not even a musician, and I'm like, this is crazy. It's just like with everything else, you know, you learn a certain thing, and then you think mm. you know something, and then you realize the thing you've learned is a very rigid structure. And there's mm. and the and the real meaning, well, not the real meaning, but the, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of exploration outside of the twelve tone rigid structure. Just like there's lots of uh, languages outside the language that you know. There's all yeah. kinds of expression that happens in other language that you can't express in English, and that that goes for that goes in the music very much. So there's lots of musical expression and emotional content that happens outside of the the twelve tone auto tuned mm. scale that we yeah. hear all the time. Very true. Very very true. And you know when you did that loop, um, I watched the black and white video on your YouTube when you were speaking about that experience mm. uh, on stage and i just love the way you use the mixer and then he's just looped oh that was i'll link in a show note guy but yeah geez, yeah the man. michael jackson loop and and yeah. when i'm doing that there's no pitch i don't know what pitch i'm using i'm just do, going with any pitch so it might wow. be of the wrong key it might be the right key it's, it might be in between keys as well <laughs> that's crazy man um moving shifting gears i wanted to know so you yourself are you an anime watcher or um yeah, are you an anime watcher in general? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I've watched a po couple episodes of Pokemon just to, mm. you know, keep up to speed. And mm. uh, I used to watch Speed Racer when I was yep. a kid, which yeah. is kind of <laughs> anime. I mean, I didn't even know that qualified as anime at the time, but it, it certainly is. It looks like it. <laughs> uh, but besides those two, no, that's all. That's all I've really, really gotten into. Oh no, that's, no worries. You know, that's, and I think that's it's. And I think maybe some people probably, I think there's an expectation. Oh, well, if you're the voice, you should, you should, you know, you should definitely know everything that ever is to know about Pokemon. But it's, it's, I think, and I've said this before, I think the beautiful thing about anime is that you can, there, and anything really is that just because it doesn't matter how involved you are in it, there's still a connection that everybody can have. No mm. matter if they're an expert or they've dipped their toe in. The crazy thing for me is that you've, you've like dashed you're dashed your magic and now you've been like eternalized literally forever in <laughs> millions of people's minds right so it's it's crazy it's crazy so no it's you've you've made a contribution to anime it's yeah a hundred percent definitely to anime I, I it'd be nice if i knew a little bit more about anime but i it's also a, a, just a task to learn a lot about pokemon since there's so <laughs> yes. much yeah yeah going on <laughs> yes. um Generation after generation. Gener and the new ones and, the, yeah. you know, just I'm trying to keep up with the card community by, you know, understanding the different boxes that come out and the different yeah. values of each ones and which ones I should be focused on signing. Like the XY Evolutions was a good one because that had the old characters in it and the old artwork. So that was that was a good one. But like uh, I'm so going to I'm going to break yeah, out some right. vivid voltage. <laughs> at, a, at, a, at an auction this weekend, I'm doing a vivid voltage break of uh, of a whole bunch of packs. 
Nice. And like, and I get to the card, and I'm like, "Oh, they, look what look what we got!" And it's not even the the card, the, the good card. He's <laughs> like, "No, no, no, it's the next one, the next one, I'm the like, next oh, one, oh. the next one." Okay, okay. Wow, that one looks really cool. Uh, it's not that one. So you know, you got to keep keep trying to learn about these new ones. You know the interest and the question about because I I don't know too much about the card community, but so you when we were younger, there were certain obviously Gen One Squirtle. Uh, Square Tool, Bulbasaur, and uh, Charmander. That generation. How do people still do? Are there still unopened boxes of those cards going around? <clears throat> yeah, that's what the wow. Germany box is. That's the four hundred fifty thousand dollar box. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. still, they still there. Somebody just had it in their basement. Didn't open it oh, yet. Oh wow! You know, or or you know, they knew they uh, they knew it was going to be worth something, or you know. I don't know. I I, uh, I I haven't really been collecting until I disco- discovered the car collecting community in July, yeah. mm. um, last July, and then uh, somebody said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy some Vivid Voltage booster boxes. Do you want to buy some of them? They're gonna be, you know, you just keep them sealed as an investment." So I bought like a couple of those uh, packs of like six of them or whatever, yeah. five or yeah. six of them in the in the in a sealed box. <clears throat> and they were and they're double the money that they Ooh. that they were when I bought them. So like I could autograph them and, and and not even make as much money as if I actually just hold them and not open them. Mm. Unbelievable. Wow. You know there's um internet entrepreneur I don't even heard of him called Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes. Um, yeah, and he talks about Pokemon cards all the time as an investment. Um like he's been saying it for for about four, 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 three years now about just you know Pokemon and people were laughing at him and now it's just like people are like oh my gosh Gary you were right um, yep. it's crazy man it's absolutely crazy I wish absolutely I looked crazy. after my Pokemon cards man I wish <laughs> you I know I think I sold one or was it me or a friend <laughs> no it was a friend who sold one like a Charizard shiny back in the day when you were kids for like I had 50 a Mew. Pounds. oh wow I had, a, yeah. I had a shiny Mew I had a shiny Mew and everyone yep. had a shiny Mew so. and I don't even I know for a fact that got like basically like dog-eared it's like it's like chewed up somewhere i don't even know yeah 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 there this uh gary i think is going to be at the comic the collected con that i'm going to be at next month oh nice Uh, so but and and uh hopefully they'll be breaking out some some old valuable packs as well wow that's it's crazy man yeah fandom around pokemon is like there's no other i was telling so uh, me and solo essentially we did a an episode you can guys you can go and listen to it about whether pokemon is the greatest anime of all time obviously there's obviously um peaks and troughs and so on and so forth as it relates to what makes a great anime but what you can't deny about pokemon is the commerciality like the the brand itself is worth about 95 billion um it's crazy it's in, the fandom is just crazy. Yeah, the largest uh, IP in history, be, even dwarfing imagine. Star Wars, bigger than yeah. Star Wars. Can you imagine bigger than Star Wars? That's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, and I think because there's so many parts of it that have been successful. That like we're we're talking about your impact and from the music, which let's not put that under any under under any illusions. Millions, literally millions of people know know the song, but then also you've got the cards. Then you've got the the Game Boy games. Take your pick on the video games. Then they did Pokemon Go. You've got yeah. merchandise. You've got toys. You've got the TV shows. It's and every single part, every single area of Pokemon is just flying, flying. Yeah, movies, the movies too, and yeah, the merchandise, movies, yeah. movies, yeah. 
The various merchandise, these little, mm-hmm. and and what they, what I think they make the most money off of is the licensing of the IP to people mm. that are just making their own products and doing their own things. You know, making little toys and little Pikachu shirts and Pikachu mm. dolls, and that's that's just because you go to a Comic Con and at the Comic Con there's a thousand people with a booth and everybody has something Pokemon in their booth. That oh, somebody wow. else made, and it not necessarily come from Pokemon, the corporation, yeah. yep. but came True. from some other, somebody else making something else with their own superpowers. And they have to go and pay. They have to pay for that. They have to pay. Right. Crazy. They have to pay whatever the deal is, whatever they, you know, uh, if they cut them in on, on percentages on the shirts, or they buy yeah. a logo outright, or they just buy the right to do their own logo. Yeah. Do their own, make their own Pikachu, and and of course you see the artists at these uh, events drawing their own Pikachu's and drawing their own individual cards. I have mm. my own uh, card that I made. Oh wow! A orig- original card that I've been I've been using at Comic Cons and on my website. But it's a it's a metal. He's just card. showing this us on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Is that on your Instagram as well? Yeah. Yes, okay. we'll link this, we'll link that in the in Instagram that's, definitely. That's cool. I've only made two hundred of them, but but it's oh, it's wow. basically to you know to, to distribute through the card collecting community because the they're they're not just buying Pokemon cards, but they're buying cards that are original cards that are not Pokemon original art that people are making on other cards. So it's okay. it's expanding so far outside of Pokemon. And that's the, that's the beauty. That's that's the, the real the real win win here. I think mm. that's that is I, crazy. I've always, I've always, I actually wanted to ask actually. Has there been because obviously the the height of um the um the theme song has there ever been a point where you just got tired of being asked to sing the the theme song or anything like that? Um. Well. Uh. Since I hadn't ever sung it until 2016. There's, okay, yeah, you know, it hasn't enough. really yeah. been that. <laughs> yeah. It's still my task to get more people to ask me to do it so I can start mm. turning it down. Because it's still people, <laughs> people still don't really even know. That, I mean, it's it, out, of, out of the two billion people who are Pokemon fans on the planet, mm. I have 10 million views on my YouTube channel, on my, my YouTube video that shows me singing the song. Like I said, other people have way more views than I do, but I'm not necessarily credited in all yeah, those yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. versions. Yeah. So I know that tens of millions of people have watched the video of me singing the song, but they still are not contacting me at the rate that you would think they would be, especially right now with the 25th anniversary. Mm. Um, I do have a, a couple of uh, of of bookings where I'm going to be singing the song, so people do contact me still. But it's not like every day I got to go somewhere else and sing the song. And that I mean, and then I would be like, all right, three times this week is enough. I'll cancel the other four requests that I got this week. But okay. yeah. it's really not like that yet. Well, let's get well. Let's get you here. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get it like that. Hundred percent. Honestly, we're, we're, we're you linking there. your show note. We're linking it to YouTube. I listened to the. Um, the 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 theme song i listened to the japanese one you did which was awesome 
as well when he sang Pokemon theme song in Japanese with the tie and everything. That was awesome as well. So we'll link all of those in the show. Yeah, that uh, I would love notes. to. I, I have not actually tried to sing it live. <laughs> That's very hard. I had the words yeah, with me. I had the words. I could edit that down and record that separately, but I have never tried to sing the Japanese all the way through. I might have to try to do that once. <laughs> <laughs> but that was awesome, man. I think, yeah. And then I love that you had so much love on the YouTube comments as well. Like um, people oh, yeah. just recognizing like just the talent, man. Just the, that, yeah. is the, that is the number one most valuable thing in this whole uh, experience for me is the comments on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. The real, I mean, I know people have this experience, but to see them actually express it in a comment is is just worth more than anything I could have ever made anyway. Even if they would have paid me the right amount of money, it wouldn't be as worth worth as much as those comments on the YouTube mm. channel. So thank you for promoting that that particular video because that's that's the value right there. Mm. All those people are people like you that go out and do other things in the world that create value. So that that's that's what we're here for. To leave the world better than when we left it. Than when exactly. we came. Exactly. Got a message. exactly a lot of people don't realize that uh, content creators we value feedback like honestly that that's that for me is the gold like when someone says you know what you you changed my life or you impacted me in some way that's the real win you know not the fandom nothing like that it's just you touched someone um and helped them so yeah honestly so so grateful so thank yeah, 100%, you 100 100 um before you go jason i um i know you um we know as you know we do solo special stories which oh, is essentially yes. about you know uh, choosing a pokemon and trying to make it sound scary um so do you have a pokemon for solo make a story about he won't do it on off the top of the head this time he'll go have a think and then yeah, when we release the, justice for you yeah when we release justice. the episode <laughs> you'll hear it in all its glory with all the production and so on and oh, so forth. nice uh yeah. Dragon. oh lovely 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> my headphone came off i was wait, so wait, excited hi uh, dragon yeah Hi. who's hi dragon which um hi dragon go, go, is a three-headed dude google it yeah he's a three-headed dude that uh that yeah he does a whole bunch of different things oh okay hold on nice. I have a picture of him here that's a good one that's a good one that's the one that I always say is my favorite, even though it's not. I don't really have favorites, but uh, to, to whenever I asked him to join us. Okay. Oh, okay. I can see it. Yeah. Nice. All right, Solo. I mean, uh, it looks like a good. good it looks like a that's scary a, monster, Solo. Yeah, exactly. So you've, you've already got that's, a nice yeah, monster a there to, yeah. to do it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. A few moments later. Jason, thank you so much for that Pokemon Hydrogen. This is a tough one, Solo. This is a tough one, but I know you can do it. I believe in you. I believe. I feel like I should say an Ash Ketchum line right now, but anyway. But, Solo, I believe in you, so I'm handing it over to you, Solo, for Solo Special Stories. All right. Everyone sit back. It's time for another episode of Solo's Special Stories. <laughs> Lockdown is easing up. You decide you want to go hiking. You want to explore the natural environment around you. You find a remote location far deep into the woods, a mountainous range. You take a long two-hour drive there. You finally get to this remote location. You park up on the side of the road. You see a warning sign. 
slightly old, discoloured. You rip it down, you step over it. It's dusk. You start to work your way up the side of the hill. You get deeper and deeper into the woods. The path begins to get steeper and steeper. It's getting dark and you're starting to lose your way. You find yourself in a clearing on the top of a massive grassy knoll. You don't know the way back. No signal on your phone. Your map, for some reason, you can't, you can't find out exactly where you are. You start to build a fire. You start striking matches. It doesn't quite work. It finally lights up. In the distance, you think you hear a sound. You ignore it. It's cold. There's a wind blowing. You think to yourself, this doesn't feel right. As the sun sets and darkness covers through the woods, sounds of the forest begin to rise. Wind blows. You hear a massive rush. The wind blows out in fire. Everything goes black. Everything goes quiet. You look around, you stand up, you think you can start to feel something coming through the trees. You hear snaps, snapping. You hear logs being ripped out from the ground. You go back to the fire, you're struggling now to light up another fire. You hear something getting closer and closer. You turn around, you throw a stone through the forest. You can see eyes looking through deep, deep purple beyond the trees. You gather your stuff, you start to run to the top of the hill. You need to see better. You need to get a better vantage point. You start running, you can feel something clamping behind you. You can hear something snapping and ripping behind you. You get to the top. You turn around, there's nothing. There's a massive rush of noise. You look up. Moonlight. Silhouetted in the moonlight. Wings outstretched. A two-headed dragon. Only that you see there's a third. Pointing directly down at you. Wind rushes wings flowing straight at you wings outstretched a gust of wind slams you to the ground as it sweeps down darkness descends the moonlight fades away Jason, Jason, 
Solo's uh, done it again. Does a bit of pressure. He does for the one and only Jason Page. I felt some pressure. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was pressure. Hey, Jason, the only one being ca- the only one being caught there was the human boy, the Pokemon uh, Tony. He flipped gosh, the script. You're, you're too kind. He dude. flipped you're the script. Kind. You're too kind. <laughs> Gotta catch him all. <laughs> looks like you know. It looks like Hydrogen caught um, this person. So uh, Solo, as always, man. Those stories. I was, you know, you know what got me Solo's when he Ooh. said the eyes in the forest. Ooh, it's almost like he was gazing <laughs> into my soul. I was like, Whoa! <laughs> hey, so now nah, I, I hope you, I hope you like that, Jason. Um, and we hope you also like that, listeners. Um, as it relates to solo special stories, as always. Um, if you want us to send us Pokemon, please do send us a Pokemon, and Solo will do his best to make it sound scary. Or you know, we can have the odd funny one there as well. But Jason Page, thank you so much. You know, um, I know, like Solo said, it was a. A lot of pressure, but I think, I think, you know. The one and only Jason Page. Of course, of course. The one and only. (laughs) The one and only. Um, But I think, you know, he did well. You know, he he did his very best that no one ever was. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. He he tried, to ask him is his real test to train him. I I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with it. I see see where you're going with it. And you're messing up the words. But it's okay. I know. You're messing up the words. He traveled all around the the land searching for and white to make sure he got this right. (laughs) Each story to understand (laughs) the power that's inside. Solomon, gotta catch up. Oh my god! Oh no, but seriously, thank you so much, Jason Page, and we hope you enjoyed that also. Thank you, Solo, and thank you, everyone. All right, now back to the show. So where, so Jason, where can people find you? So let's drive more people to you. So where can people find you? Well, you can yeah, JasonPage.com is uh, where you can see whatever video I've highlighted, and you can get all the cards that I have for sale at JasonPage.com/shop. Um, then of course my YouTube channel, uh, which I haven't been that active on lately, but also I got Jason Page Show Facebook and uh, Instagram, Twitter, Jason Page Show as well. And I'm um, starting to venture off into the blockchain-based platforms mm, okay. like Minds.com, and I got uh, an account on BitChute, and I got an account on Library, and uh, I'm thinking about getting onto Odyssey as well. Um, okay. Because as the censorship comes down, some of the things that I've done in my past are not particularly appropriate <laughs> on the YouTube channel anymore. So I have to privatize it so I can preserve yeah. all those incredible, incredible comments that people have left on my main video on my mm. YouTube channel. But that's going to be – this YouTube channel is basically dedicated just to Pokemon fans. And yeah, sure. anything else that I do that's even slightly controversial will be outside of that outside, YouTube yeah. channel to preserve it, make sure it's always there. Uh, until I can find another way to scrape the comments. There must be some way to take all 15,000 comments and put it on another page to memorialize people's feelings. I think it's really important to keep that to keep that there because it's, 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 it's people's feelings that are... Mm that make it more real than anything else. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's, it's Definitely. true. I think, and I think sometimes when we're on like social media these days, we forget that there are, yeah. Okay. I mean, especially recently in the UK, there's a lot of, um, well, no, anywhere, everywhere, really just around negative comments and trolls and yeah. abuse. And look, that, that needs to stop. You know, you, that's it's, but I think the reason, I think the biggest thing is that they, people forget that we're all human. 
and these comments that you're talking about, they are they are feelings of actual people. Yeah, um, and it's great to see people actually having that outpouring. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a re- it's really great that people take the time. I mean, it used to be like if somebody wrote a letter and they put it in an envelope and mailed it mm-hmm. and wrote the person's name. That's it. Just has this, but this is like the 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 next best thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, and and I would say, guys, um, definitely go to his YouTube channel. There's a really good so- um video where he Jason's just literally riding a bike in the road singing Viridian City. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. <laughs> that oh, yeah. was just so funny. I was just like, it's hilarious. Uh, that was cool. But yeah, we'll link that in the show notes as well. Well, um, Jason, honestly, man, yeah, this has been an, an, a mate. So like, literally, much. I'm still. I'm oh, still thank you, guys. This was yeah. fun. This is this, fun. This is thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Like I said, we'll get all your links in our show notes for ev- and everyone listening. Please go and support Jason. Go and watch him do an amass- a, amazing performance on the Pokemon theme song. You want to see an air guitarist? You, you you've got him there, man. <laughs> honestly, like the riffs and everything. Honestly, it's great. Um, and yeah, check out his YouTube channel. Subscribe. Go and subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. That's right. Get to my JasonPage.com/shop and gotta catch them all. Super <laughs> anime podcast. There we go. There we go. Thank you. That's our new. That's our new. Our new entry. Entry point. Like. That was beautiful. Thanks. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, gentlemen. Hey, super family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than thirty seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash superanimepodcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate, and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions, and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from, and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are, and bye for now.